Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm so excited about this lesson, The Transforming Power of the Holy Spirit. What a great lesson we're going to have today. The Holy Spirit teaches us, guides us, counsels with us. As Christians, this is the voice we should be communicating with and listening to for a victorious life. And that's what this lesson's going to be all about today. I hope you have your Bible, and let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence in the midst. Lord, thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to us so that we would not be left as orphans, that we would have a counselor, a guide in this life, and to transform us day by day through your word, through the power of your Holy Spirit, to be more like you. Lord, just open up our hearts. Uh, let anything that I say from my lips be glorifying to you. And Lord, build those up that are listening in our audience. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so glad to be with you today. I want you to know I love you in the Lord, and we really mean that at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Walking in the Spirit each day transforms us one day at a time from what we were into what Christ wants us to become. As we walk each day with God, He loves us, blesses us, teaches us, guides us, rebukes us, forgives us, comforts us, and fills us with His Holy Spirit and His desires for our life. From our daily walk with God, we become the mature Christian and the whole person that He wants us to be. Many people, when coming to Christ, have been through some great hurt in their life. Some people have addiction, uh, or they've had a bad childhood experience, or they've had a tragedy in their life, or they might just be fearful. They might have a low self-esteem. They might have had a real hurt in their life. Whatever the case, the transforming power of the Holy Spirit can mend, can heal a broken heart, and can make all God's children whole again in Jesus' name. And the power of the Holy Spirit is the most powerful thing on earth. By combining the Word of God and following the Holy Spirit, God allows us to understand the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I want more of those things, and I'm sure you do too. These are the most important things in life. Not money, not career, not academics, not a, a giant uh, house. All these things are are wonderful blessings, and I'm not criticizing any of that. Those are great goals, but they're not the end-all. The end-all should be to be more Christ-like and be uh, listening to God through the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't you like to have more peace in your life? You get it through the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't you want to have more joy in your life? Well, you get it through the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. So let's turn to our Bibles. This is such an exciting lesson. It transformed my life when I learned all about the Holy Spirit. And this is just one lesson. There are many more. But look at Romans 8, and we're going to start today in verse 5. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live accordance with the Spirit have their minds set 
on what the Spirit desires. Now, these are two kind of ideas right here. The first idea that the Bible's talking about is that some people set their whole mind on worldly things, putting their whole life into trying to only make money or just be about the world and what's going on with the world. But God says that that selfish kind of lifestyle, just trying to get ahead, is really hurting people. And he says, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. And, and that's what it says, what the Holy Spirit desires. What does the Holy Spirit desire? The Holy Spirit desires that you don't have confusion in your life, that you don't have sorrow and pain all of your life, that you have more peace, that you have more joy, that you have more love, and on and on and on. You have wisdom of God. You have the knowledge of God. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Now, verse 6 says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Now, that's what I want in my life, more life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile toward God. It does not submit to God's law you know, God's commandments, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Now, I know that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and I know in my own life when I was younger that I wasn't living for God like I should have been, and uh, God touched me one day and said, I, I didn't make you for this uh, a lifestyle. I want you to have the abundant life that I promised you. And so I rededicated my life. I went down the aisle and I said, God, forgive me. I want to live for you. And that was way back in 1983, and I've never turned back. I went down the aisle, rededicated my life to Christ, and now I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I am so excited about that. I love encouraging people. But the Bible is clear that we are to live by the Spirit and what the Spirit desires. Uh, like in verse 9, Romans 8, verse 9, You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death, because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. He says, you know, we're not going to be perfect people here on earth, but we're going to get better and better and better as we know the Word and as we get sanctified, as we walk in concert with what God wants for our lives. My first point in this is live your life through the Spirit and not on what you desire. And when you do, you take on the desires of God in every situation, Romans 8, 5. And that's what we just read, that we're supposed to take on the desires of the Holy Spirit. Now, what am I talking about? What I'm talking about is when, if you, if you know the Bible, and you know it says that we're supposed to follow the Holy Spirit, then when you hear His voice, and you know, John, in John, uh, in the book of John, Jesus said to His disciples, my sheep hear my voice, they know me, and they follow me. And so what I'm saying here is, it's really easy to follow the Lord if you'll listen to Him. So in every situation you find yourself in, the world would say, do it this way, but God's saying, do it this way. And I'll give you an example. 
Jesus' commandment was to love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And his second commandment was to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, the world would say in every situation, you know, look out for your yard, look out for your house, look out for your family, but, you know, you don't have to pay attention to those neighbors. That's not what Jesus is teaching here. Jesus is teaching for us, love your neighbor as yourself. And so that opens up the door to great love. Now, how do you have enough love for those neighbors? You go to God and you ask God, Lord, you've said in your word for me to love those people, even though they, they can be sometimes not so lovable because they're just people and maybe they don't have the Lord in, in their life. But you have the light that shines out because Jesus is the light of the world and that light is in you. Once you become born again, he's living in you, and you can shed that light on others by loving them and giving them a break and being merciful. And so when your neighbor's gone, sometimes we'll get the mail for our neighbors. Sometimes my wife will bake some bread, or um, she'll give a cinnamon roll, you know, s several cin cinnamon rolls or a pie, or I've even, <laughs> I've even cut the grass for my neighbor before as a joke because he was on vacation and his yard was looking bad. And so I just, just as a friend, I decided I was going to drive my tractor over there and, and cut his grass. And I left a card. Your grass was cut by your neighbor who loves you very much. These are f small things, but they really mean a lot to your neighbor and how you direct yourself in every situation through the power of the Holy Spirit. The second point I've got is the mind governed by the flesh is hostile toward God. Those who are in this realm of flesh cannot please God. Now, I want to please God, and I know you do too, and you want the favor of God. If you want the favor of your boss, you want the favor of God, you want the favor of, of everybody, you know, even the justice system or whatever, you have to follow the law. You have to do what's right. And the same thing in this situation. Uh, those who are in the realm of the flesh, that means in the world, and they're not even listening to God at all, they're not even considering God in any decision in their life, they cannot please God. And that is in Romans 8, 7. So read that verse and just know that if you're not listening to God and you're ignoring Him, by the way, He may have been calling you and calling you and calling you and knocking He's been knocking on your heart's door, and you, you've been ignoring him. I want to tell you today, this Christian life is more exciting than anything that I ever had in my earlier life. And I've been a Christian since I was a young boy, but here's the thing. I always, you know, I didn't always live for him like I should have until I totally surrendered my life. And I found out that I'm so thankful that I've got a wife and a family that's dedicated to the Lord. We have so much joy. We have so much love. We have so much compassion and mercy for others, and we don't have a confused life. We have a great life, and it's all because we follow Jesus Christ. We follow the Holy Spirit and what He tells us to do through the Word of God, and He'll do that for you too. You can have this great abundant life, but you got to completely follow Him. The third point, those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. You know, it, the Bible says if you're, if you're following the Spirit of God, then you're called the children of God. And if you're the children of God, you have great things that happen for you like favor and blessing and, and things that you couldn't even imagine that He's going to do for you. Even now, 
if if you've been a Christian a long time and you're just you know kind of going to church and not connecting with God, I'm asking you to really listen to my encouraging moments because these podcasts I teach what happened to me and the transformation that took place in my life. It was really a transforming power of the Holy Spirit that changed my life into a victorious life, and now I get to preach and teach, and my encouraging moments are in a hundred million television homes and on the radio and podcast, and and it's what God did for my life. I have a passion to tell you there is a better life, and I want to share it with you and tell you how it works. Um, my fourth point is God's Spirit gives us strength and courage, not confusion and fear. You know, I really suffered from fear in my earlier years in my life. I don't know. I was just afraid of the what-ifs and what would happen, and I wasn't solidified like I should be. I loved the Lord with all my heart. I know I was saved. I know I was going to heaven, but I hadn't been fully developed yet. I wasn't a mature Christian yet, but digging deep into the Word of God, digging deep into the Word of God, and I mean really studying the Word of God every day and digging deep into prayer changed my life. Because the Holy Spirit presence came to me during my prayer life, and He just changed my life, and He told me what was right, and He told me what was wrong, He told me what I was going to do. He would actually call me, even now He calls me during the day and says, I want to talk to you, come to me, kneel down to me, I want to talk to you. And in my earlier years, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't hear God very well because I was always doing the talking, (laughs) no surprise. But I'm saying to you, that if you'll get in your prayer life and listen to God and just be quiet, He'll talk to you and He'll tell you where you should go, and it will agree with the Bible verse and the Bible verses that you've been reading. So God's Spirit gives us strength and courage, not confusion and fear. It wiped away my fear. I'm not fearful anymore. I'm not worried anymore at all. Because I trust God at His Word through the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's what the Spirit does. Remember, 2 Timothy says, 1-7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And that's what He did for me, and He'll do it for you too. Are you fearful about anything? Are you worried about anything? Do you, have, uh, do you want more joy in your life? Do you want more uh, victory in your life? Do you want more stability in your life, more security, more confidence? Uh, all those things are found in the person of Jesus Christ, and, and it's found in His Spirit. That's my number five point. The fruit of the Spirit in your life by the leading of the Holy Spirit are these things. In other words, God's Holy Spirit is comprised, the Bible says, of these things. Listen to these nine things. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit, who is the Spirit? That's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He's part of the Godhead, and He only tells you what Jesus wants you to know. And He answers to Jesus. Jesus tells Him whatever you need to know. And the Spirit of God has these nine things. The Spirit of God is love, because God is love. It has joy, because God is joy. It has peace, because God is peace. It's got patience, because God is patient. Uh, It's got kindness because God is kind. It's got goodness because God is good. It's got faithfulness because God is faithful. It's got gentleness because God is gentle. And it's got self-control. That's because God has complete self-control. But He wants to give those things, those nine things, 
to you and me. And that's what he does. As you follow the Holy Spirit, you'll have more love for others because you love him so much and what he's done for you at the cross and how he forgave you of your sin and how he gave you an eternal home and how he gives you favor during the day and how he gives you answered prayer. You will love him so much you'll want to love others. You'll have so much joy because you'll know the presence of God. You'll have so much peace because he gives you the peace you need. You'll have so much patience because he's patient with you. You'll have so much kindness because he's so kind to you. And you'll have goodness because God is so pure and good. He'll give you that goodness. And he'll and he has faithfulness and he'll give you his faithfulness. And you'll be more gentle in your situations. And because God is gentle with people. And he'll give you self-control because he is full of self-control. And um, so you have to know his word and follow his spirit, not yours. This is something that's the main key of this lesson. Know his word and follow his spirit, not yours. So many times in my own life, I'll just be honest with you again, I made bad decisions. You ever make a bad decision? The reason I did, they weren't terrible decisions. They just weren't a God decision because at the time um, I was very young and I didn't always ask God for everything. I kind of was self-reliant thinking that I didn't need to ask God for things I could do myself. But what I didn't realize was was when God is your partner and He's the Holy Spirit and He's living inside of you, He wants to regulate your life. He wants to overcome your life. And, you know, I have to become less and he has to become greater in my life so that when I get in a situation where I have a decision to make, I need to talk to the Lord and I need to get before him. And now my decisions are all really great because I'm not making them. I always go before the Lord now and I make them in their perfect decisions because God tells me yes or he'll tell me no or he'll say to me, wait and I'll wait, and wow, that is just priceless because he's he's running my life. I'm not running my life. And so I want to tell you that these fruit of the spirits, I want to talk to you about this love uh, thing one more time. Love through God. First of all, God is love, so his love permeates everything we do as we live for him. You know, understanding that he died for our sins has forgiven us and provided us all our needs lets us know how much he loves us. Knowing he created us and that he said we were wonderfully made makes you understand his love for you. You're, you're uniquely made. You're different than anybody else, and that makes you wonderful. His commandment to love others as ourselves lets us call on his love within us to love any person of any color, race, or origin. Everyone came from the same God, the same bloodline, and has the same two people, Adam and Eve. You can read the book of Genesis and realize that God made every person on the earth by just two people, Adam and Eve. So, uh, my brothers and sisters who are of all different colors and beautiful colors, they're all my brothers and sisters because they came from God and they came from two people. And so that's how it is. So, again, if you know his word and what it says, you're going to love others, right? If you don't know his word and you don't follow his spirit... You're not going to love others at all. Uh, following the Spirit gives you more joy. Walking in the Spirit, in God's Spirit within you. So joy inside you should be supplied by God's Spirit within you. See, I can feel God in me right now 
because the Holy Spirit is in me. And when I touch that Holy Spirit, when I, when I think about the Holy Spirit in me and I communicate with Him, I know there's more joy, there's more hope, there's more love, and I can tap into that anytime I want because all I got to do is say, Lord, I just need more joy in my life. Lord, I praise you. I thank you for all you've done, and joy just fills my heart, and it will do for you too. Now, peace is the other one in this of the nine. There's, I'm, I'm to number three of the nine. And uh, peace, Jesus said it in John 14, 27, in the Bible. Jesus said in the Bible to his disciples, My peace I give unto them, not as the world gives, do I give unto them. My peace I give unto them. What have you been worrying about and thinking that you're not going to make it? You may have this big dream, and I just love you in the Lord today. I'm praying for you in this dream that God has placed in your heart not to give up on your dreams. Don't give up. Don't give up by what you see. We live by faith, not by sight. And remember, if you're a Christian, if you're a born-again Christian, if you can remember when you actually made that decision for Christ, Christ is living in you through the Holy Spirit. You have power through that. And through the Word of God, if you know the Word, and if you depend on the Holy Spirit, He is going to lean and guide you. Now, you got to be in the waiting room some. One of the points of mine today is you're in the waiting room right now. My encouraging moments didn't really start until about five or six years ago when God told me to do encouraging moments. And, um, you know, of course, I was already uh, up in my 50s. And I thought, well, Lord, uh, encouraging moments. Okay, I'll do it. And I'm telling you, I just obeyed God, and I wanted to encourage others. And he's done an unbelievable ministry through, it's his ministry, but Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams is is really going everywhere to encourage people just like you. And, and because I know what God can do for you, I'm saying stay the course. Trust God, believe in him, and your dream will come true. You'll have the victory. It may be just right around the corner right now. Don't give up. It may be just over the hill. Don't give up. We never know where God's going to place us, but you've got a destiny, and God wants to fulfill your destiny and that dream in your heart. Don't give up. You can trust Him. He's the God of miracles. And so remember, God's going to give you that peace in your life because you can just sit, rest in His peace and say, okay, Lord, I don't understand all this in the waiting room, but I'm just going to wait, and I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to have peace. And that's what He'll give you, your peace. Patience is another one. When I was younger, I didn't have the patience I have now, but God gets all the credit for my great patience now. Whenever I get annoyed, I just give it to God immediately in my head and don't react. Some people honk the horn. Some people uh, swear, which I don't swear. Some people have a hissy fit. I call it a hissy fit. (laughs) And they they really put put bad things on them when they do that. Uh, They make a fool out of themselves, I guess, and get into fights just because they can't hold back their feelings or their tongue. With God's Spirit leading, He will just tell me, hold your tongue, and I'll just be silent. Now, again, that's you got to know the Word, and you got to follow the Spirit. you got to listen to God and obey Him. Uh, Someone cuts you off by accident, you don't get upset. 
because sometimes those things happen. Uh, you get in line for a, a meal at one of your favorite drive throughs but it's taking too long. Don't honk on the horn and get upset. Realize that the people around you may need your light that's living inside of you, and you can be a witness to them because they're probably having a hard day through this this virus situation that's going on, and they're trying to do their best, but it's just hard, and they've got a big, long line, and they meet all these people that are not happy, but then they meet you, and you show them kindness and love through the Holy Spirit, and God blesses you back for that. He says, well done, my faithful servant, for loving people more than just thinking about yourself. So I'm going to stop there today because this lesson is part one. The Holy Spirit um, is such a great lesson, but it it really takes a long time to learn all this kind of stuff. And the transforming power of the Holy Spirit, it's an exciting lesson. And I want to leave you with this thought today. Remember I said, know the Word of God, listen to God, and do what He says. If you'll just remember that this whole week, on this encouraging moment, I promise you, God is going to change your life so dramatically. As you become obedient, as you become dedicated, He's going to take you places you never dreamed you could go. He's going to open up doors for you that you never thought would open. He's going to put you places where His light will shine for you and He will get the glory. He wants you to be great in God, and He wants you to have the abundant life that He promised in John 10.10. So, Part two will come this next week. I love you in the Lord, and I'm so glad I got to talk to you today. Let me pray for you one more time. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this great lesson on the power of the Holy Spirit that you gave us today. Lord, we want to know your word. We want to listen to you, and we want to share your word and what you're telling us to do with the world. Lord, uh, be with my friends that are listening today. Give them favor. Give them blessing. Give them financial blessing. Give them health. Uh, take any fear out of their heart. Give them peace. Give them joy. And give them courage during this time to stand for the one true God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.